Hi friends, and welcome to the Whole by Callie podcast. This is your host, Callie Kleinschmidt. I am so excited to have you here. We're going to talk all the things spirituality, positivity, and clean living. We are here to help each other live our best lives one day at a time. We are all in this together, and we're going to cheer each other on every single step of the way. So let's go friends, and let's get into it. Let me be your manifestation and mindset coach. Sis, you heard that right. I am officially launching my coaching services out into the world and I'm so excited to get the chance to work with you. If you are looking for the biggest freaking cheerleader of your life, but also to transform your mind, to transform your life with the power of manifestation, I am here to help you. We will do a six week session together and we will work one-on-one hand in hand to get you to living the life of your dreams one day at a time. If you're interested in learning more, head to my Instagram page and click the link in my bio or check out my website, www.wholebycali.com. I am so excited to work with you, sister, and I know that we are going to have massive success together. So send me a DM with any questions and I will be more than happy to answer them. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Whole by Callie podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I appreciate you so, so very much. Okay, you guys, today's conversation is real, honest, vulnerable, and just raw. And I'm filming this in my kitchen, on my kitchen counter. And actually, Frankie and I are moving to a new apartment across the street this coming Monday. So this will be my last time ever recording a podcast in this apartment and Wow, that's the first time I've thought of that before, and it's kind of hitting me. So we've been in Texas for officially a year now, and it's been such a wild and fun and hard and scary (laughs) and lonely journey at times. And it's very humbling looking back on this past year and just thinking about everything we've been through, all we've done, where we started, where we are now, and all of the unknowns yet for the future because as soon as we think we have one thing figured out, a million other things show up that we don't have figured out. And honestly, that's okay. And the topic of today's conversation is the past few days I have really been struggling mentally with my mental health. And I wanted to share with you some things that I do to help me get out of a funk And for me, this got triggered by just so many different events going on throughout the world. And I try really hard to always not let outside circumstances control me and not fall into the mentality of the world is a scary place. I feel like I can't leave my apartment. People are mean. I'm always, you know, I always need to be on edge because I'm always in danger. I'm trying super hard to not fall into that, but these past few weeks, you guys, it has really just been taking a toll on me, and I can feel it energetically. I can even hear it in my voice as I'm talking to you right now, too, and I just know that I'm not alone. I know that there's others out there, and maybe you, maybe not, that are feeling the same way, and I wanted to share with you some things that I do to help me just feel grounded, to help me feel safe by myself, with myself, and alone to help me feel back in control of what I can control, which is me, how I feel, my mindset. So I wanted to share some things with you to 
either remind you that you are in control or give you some inspiration for things to try out on your own or even just give you the reminder that, hey, maybe this is something you actually do want to do and you don't want to fall into that victim mode anymore and you want to take back control. So I actually filmed a vlog for my YouTube channel this weekend about this and took, take, take you through some things that I do. But I also wanted to share it on the podcast too because I think it has such an impact on all of us like I just mentioned and I really just wanted to share with you some things that work for me. Yeah, okay, so let's get into it. And really this has been almost a month-long thing where I've just kind of felt down in the dumps and not like myself, kind of falling into that the world is a scary place to live mentality and I was just so over it. I'm like, you know what, you guys? I was scared to go to the 4th of July fireworks because I literally thought that, you know, something bad was going to happen. And I was just to the point where I was like, wow, okay, this is where other people are controlling my life and I'm not controlling my own life. And that was a big wake up call for me because literally like asked Frankie, I was shaking. I was squeezing his hand so tight. I was like, I think we need to go home. I was traumatized. Okay, that's maybe a little aggressive using the word traumatized, but I definitely was scared. I was fearful. And I realized in that moment that I don't want to continue on living like this. I don't want to keep always worrying and being in a scared mindset. And I just decided, you know what? I'm taking back my power. I'm taking back my voice, how I want to feel, and taking back my control. So again, these are just things that I do to help me feel grounded. And if you don't know what that means, being grounded just means feeling confident and strong in where you are and who you are in the present moment. So that could look like to get grounded. It could be meditation, going out in nature, walking on grass, standing on an earthing mat, etc. But some things that I do to help me feel comfortable and safe in my body and my mind and feel grounded are a variety of things. And this list is not stuff that I do every single day, all day long. It's a lot of the times just here and there as needed or what feels good to me in the moment. And again, this is just a reminder to you that you have some tools, you have some resources available to you, and sometimes we just need that reminder. Okay, one of my absolute favorite things to do is to use Sage and Poly Santa. If you're unfamiliar with both, Sage is, you know, the herb, Sage, like that goes in food, essentially the same thing. It's, I don't know, like a grass, a weed, a plant. It's a, I think it's a plant. And the leaves are dried and it's wrapped up into a bundle and they're usually so beautiful. Sometimes they have flowers or crystals or other pretty things attached to them. But you can also just buy sage straight up. And you light the sage and you use it to smudge yourself and smudge your home. And essentially smudging just means bathing yourself in the smoke. Kind of just enveloping, develop, enveloping? Envelop, I don't know what the right word is for that. But just using the smoke to clear out any of the negative energy in your environment or around you. So what I like to do is I use my sage all around myself, get myself a little sage bath, and then I walk around my entire apartment in each corner of each room and just say some positive words while I'm doing it. Usually I just say love and light, love and light, love and light, or peace and prosperity, peace and prosperity. 
and just say some affirmations repeatedly. And I'll do the same thing with Poly Santo. So Poly Santo is a wood. It has a kind of like a citrus smell to it. And again, I just use this smoke to bathe myself and then bathe my home in it. But the great thing about Poly Santo is it helps to bring in the positive energy and the positive ions. So it's kind of like balancing out. The sage helps to clear everything out and the Poly Santo helps to bring everything in. Another thing I like to do is when I feel myself energetically really low, I love to clean my crystals. So you can do this in a few different ways. You can bathe your crystals in sage or Pali Santo smoke. You can set them outside under the full moon. You could even bury them in dirt. You could give them a salt water bath. And there's a whole bunch of other modalities, but I like to do that as well because it just helps to bring a positive and loving and abundant and vibrant energy in. I honestly do notice a shift and I do have quite a bit of crystals in my apartment. So that's really fun for me to do. And it just helps. All of these also just help me to take my mind off of whatever it is that I'm overanalyzing or worrying about. And that's another great tactic too, just taking your mind off of whatever it is that you're overthinking. Another thing I love to do is to cook delicious and nourishing meals and to bake again just helping me feel safe and nurtured in my own body and take my mind off of stuff that I'm overthinking about so I love 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 to cook and just be in the kitchen also cleaning too cleaning is a very therapeutic thing for me to do and I personally enjoy cleaning but that might not be on top of your list and that is totally okay but what I really love to do and maybe this is at the top of my list is moving my body Every single day I have to move my body in some form, whether it's going on a walk, doing a weightlifting series on my Peloton, riding my Peloton, doing a yoga class, getting a Pilates class in, however that looks for me in that day. Movement is so important to me because it just, it makes me feel so alive. And if you work out, you know the feeling. It, there's honestly nothing else that can come close to it or how else to describe it other than feeling the feelings of just being alive and feeling your cells vibrating and feeling so positive and light and airy and just glowy. And I just love to move my body. Every day I try to move my body for 30 minutes. And again, I just see what I need on that specific day. It could be a walk. Like this morning I went on a 30 minute walk, but yesterday I did 30 minute Peloton ride. The day before I did a 45 minute strength training class. It just depends. And a great way to ask yourself or to a great way to start working out is just asking yourself what you need. Waking up in the morning and asking yourself what feels good to you in that moment and listen to your body and tap into your intuition because you're going to deliver exactly what you're needing and it's going to feel so freaking amazing. So working out and moving my body is very important to me and at the top of my list. I also really love to journal because again, it just helps me to spill out everything that's on my mind, all my anxious thoughts, but also remind me that I'm in control because when I start to put those anxious thoughts down on paper, it helps me realize that, hey, Callie, this isn't actually what you are thinking. You are being at an effect to your life right now and you're not being at cause. And it just helps me to kind of scale it back and see the bigger picture and reminds me that, hey, this isn't you. This isn't what you want. This isn't what you believe. Let's reel it back in. Let's remind ourselves what we do want, what we do believe, and how we do feel. So I love journaling. I journal every single day. And for you, this could just look like a a few prompts that you use every day, opening up a journal to a new page and free writing, 
or having a gratitude list or a manifestation list. However, I kind of do all of it, mix and, mix and match here and there. So I love, love, love to journal. And another thing is meditation. Meditation is very, very big for me. I did some meditation, excuse me, I did some walking meditations this morning on my walk. And I do notice that when I don't meditate, I do tend to have more of an anxious mentality. And honestly, I haven't been meditating as much these past few weeks. And that probably is contributing to it. So speaking this out into existence is existence is a nice reminder for me that I need to get back on my meditation game. And this is not me giving any excuses, but it's me giving you the permission to be flexible. So right now, like I mentioned earlier at the beginning of this podcast, Frankie and I are moving into our new apartment this coming Monday, so in a few days. And our whole week has just kind of been all up and over the place, very, very up in the sky, very airy fairy. And I'm more of a grounded person most of the time when it comes to like my home and my environment I like consistency I like routine I like feeling grounded in my place I like feeling confident and reassured in my space and this view this past week has not been that since we have been you know organizing and moving and packing and everything so that has been contributing to me not meditating because I have not had as much time but again this is not me giving an excuse it's just me acknowledging where I am at and what has been going on and also reminding me that I can get back on track. So if you ever fall off the bandwagon, which I don't even want to use that term. If you ever notice you yourself not in your consistent routine, that is okay, sis. Like that is okay. Life is cyclical. Like we're going to have busy seasons. We're going to have slow seasons. We're going to have times where we meditate more, meditate less, meditate nothing. Like it's okay. It is okay. Do not feel guilty about it because that de- defeats the whole purpose. So do not feel guilty about not meditating, not journaling, not working out, whatever. You know what I mean? Just don't fall victim to feeling guilty. <sighs> okay, some other things I love to do are reading. And I said in my vlog, but I'll mention it here too. If you want me to list out, do a podcast episode on my top five favorite books in the past six months, I would love to do a podcast episode for you on that because I have read some really, really, really great books recently that I think you would love and I would love to share them with you if you're interested. So send me a DM, let me know, and I would be more than happy to do that for you. So one thing that I've been really making a conscious effort for is making time to read every night before I go to bed and it can be anywhere from 10, 15 minutes to an hour. Last night I read for close to an hour and it again, just helps me to get my mind off of my anxious thoughts, my anxious feelings, and brings me into the present moment. And also losing myself within the story that I'm reading or the lesson that I'm learning or whatever I'm reading, whatever is right in front of me. It just helps me to be present and take my mind off of the things that I don't actually want to be thinking about. So I have been loving to read. Another thing is I've been also trying to go to bed earlier so I can get up earlier too because I mentioned this in my vlog and I'll mention it here too. I do not like feeling rushed. I hate it. I do not like feeling rushed getting ready for the day, having to scarf down a meal, having to change quick, do my hair, do my makeup and just feeling rushed. To me, it feels like a very panicked and manic energy and I don't like it and it just increases my intense emotions, whether that's mad, madness, anger, anxiety, whatever, whatever negative emotions I might be feeling in that moment. And most of the time I don't feel those emotions, but 
should I be in that moment? It just heightens it to like the nth degree. And again, that is not what we are going for. So waking up earlier has really been allowing me to give myself more time throughout the day. And here's why. Because like I mentioned, I love to work out. And since we've moved to Texas, I've been waking up at 6.30. And honestly, that is not ideal for me. I would love to be waking up at 5, 5.30, 6 at the latest. And I have just gotten into this habit of waking up at 6.30. And not to say that's early or late by any means. Because again, we're all different. I don't want to be putting labels on it for anyone or for any time. So I've just been waking up at 6.30. And because of that, I've been having to work out after work. And by the time I get done with work, it's 5. Okay, well then by the time I get done working out, it's close to 6 after, you know, getting my workout clothes, getting my self ready, getting the workout space area ready in my home, and just doing the workout, whatever. Okay, well then I have to make dinner and you get the picture. It just goes on and on and on and the night flashes before my eyes. And to really help counteract that, I've been working towards the goal of waking up towards 5, 5.30 again to start getting my workouts in in the morning. So then that's one less thing I have to do in the evenings. And honestly, I prefer to work out in the mornings because I know it might sound silly, but I feel my workouts the most in the mornings. And I also appreciate it when I work out on an empty stomach because I hold on to my food for a long time, if that makes any sense to you. So like when I'm doing crunches in the afternoon after work, I can like still feel the food in my belly and I can just tell that it's not as an efficient of a workout. And it also just makes me feel a little nauseous, which is not what we're going for. So I love and prefer to work out in the morning. And because of that, I've been noticing that I feel like my days are longer in a good way, of course. So that has been super exciting for me. And the reason I'm getting back into this is because of one of the books that I read recently was The 5am Club. And that book really just lit something within me. And I am so excited to get back into the routine I had had before we moved here. And it's something, it's for me personally, I just love having a goal to work towards, something to aspire to. And it's just fun for me. And not to say again that you need to wake up earlier by any means or add another thing to your morning or nighttime routine. Not the case. I'm just sharing with you what has worked for me, or I should say, what I'm working towards working for me. And honestly, friends, those are the main things that I do. So saging, cleaning out my crystals, reading, cooking, working out, meditating, journaling, getting to bed earlier, waking up earlier, not feeling rushed, giving myself time. And there's probably a million more things that I could do, but when I just really need to keep it simple and super high level to feel confident and comfortable within my skin and feeling safe in myself and just letting go of those anxious thoughts, those are some of my go-to tactics for for that have been for forever, not forever, but you know what I mean, for a long time. And there's some there's things that I come back to time and time again and I do notice a difference when I implement them into my daily life. And I again, you're just you're not alone, sis. If you've ever been struggled have ever struggled with mental health, anxiety, depression, anything. I get you. 1 million bajillion per, like percent, seriously. I'm here for you, sis, and I just want you to know that you are never, ever, ever alone. I am here for you 1,000%. My DMs are always open for you, and I hope that you do reach out because I want to cheer you on. 
I want to give you words of encouragement. I want to be your biggest friend, your biggest supporter, your biggest cheerleader. I am here for you. And we are spiritual sisters. We're going to walk hand in hand, side by side, through every single step of this journey through life. And I just really hope that you know that. And more than anything from this conversation today, I just want you to know that even if everyone else looks like they have their shit together, they don't. Because I would consider myself an extremely positive, happy, and optimistic person. But me and myself, I still have days where I feel like complete shit, where I feel like a failure, where I struggle with my mental health, where I feel like I can't even leave my apartment because something bad's going to happen. I have those days too, and I guarantee, I bet so much money on it, that almost everyone, Fox, of course. That almost everyone else does in the world too. So you are not alone. I'm here for you. I love you. And we are in this together. Okay, sis. With that, I need to go. Because Fox is getting out of control. He's literally chasing his tail. And he doesn't have a tail. Okay, with love, I will see you next week, friends. And I hope you have a great day wherever you are. Love you. Thank you for listening to the Whole by Callie podcast, sis. I really appreciate you being here. It means so much to me. And if you found any value in this podcast, please leave a rating and review down below. It really helps to support my podcast and it's actually the best way to help other people discover it as well. If you have any questions on anything I talked about today with myself or with my guests, please reach out. I'm only a DM away. You can find me on Instagram at Holbycali or reach out to me on my website as well at www.holbycali.com. Thank you for being here, sis, and you are really helping me to live out my dreams and my best life one day at a time, and I am internally grateful for you. Thank you for being here, and with so much love, I'll see you next week. With love, your spiritual sister.